Welcome to No Starving Artist. I'm your host, Anissa Benitez. Today's episode is about mindful marketing. In our previous episode on not acting, I mentioned how it wasn't marketing that drove me away from my career in marketing, but more so the performance of being a marketer in a big tech company, or even marketing when I was working at smaller brands or supporting small businesses as a consultant. Having multiple teams of people that you manage, agencies, mentees, I had like uh, over 100 people that reported into me to some capacity when I was at Google, I felt this huge pressure to play a role of authority. And I love marketing and I honestly miss it. It's something that I have an expertise in. It builds my confidence to be in the act of marketing again. And I've been able to use marketing to help myself accrue brand deals in this last year. I've been able to work with Lincoln, Adobe, Wix, Starbucks, BetterHelp, among others. I've been able to make almost six figures in just brand partnerships. And I don't have a huge social media following, but I do know how to pitch, position, and market myself when needed. I don't share this to brag, but I do share it to share that I have value to share with you all, to share with others. Whether you're interested in holding your creative outlets just for pleasure, wellness, or creative expression, or you create for income as well, this topic of marketing may still serve you to have the awareness, may still be valuable to you, so I hope you tune in. I personally love marketing. I do believe that it's a necessary evil this day and age as an artist. I won't even say evil. It's a necessary dual mind to have some business savvy and to also have your sacred inner world be cultivated. And sometimes those are two separate spaces, as you'll hear me talk about in a little bit. When promoting things that you believe in and can get behind, it's a lot easier to market. So, i.e., that should be yourself. You should be comfortable promoting yourself, believing in yourself, believing in the art and creations that you are willing to put them into the world. It makes the promotion so much easier. Sometimes a larger question is, how can you get behind yourself as an artist? So we'll use these 40-minute sessions that I'm offering, not only to cover marketing and figure out how I can consult you to up-level your creative visions, but also creative coaching to work you through unblocking creative blocks, up-leveling your vision, and identifying anything that's getting in the way of you putting yourself out there. Why am I offering this now? Yes, I've had No Starving Artist, the podcast, for over three years, and many people use the podcast as a tool for promoting their own businesses, and I do feel like that's a really smart business decision, but as I was exiting the business world, I had very little ambition on making another business and I felt it was most important to have this podcast to be a place for sharing and that I become a more embodied artist and through role modeling that hopefully there's spillover and there's wisdom I can share there's so much value I think of just storytelling and listening to people's journeys that's why we read fiction books we can follow these unknown fictional characters and still have takeaways from their triumphs and failures and everything else I never wanted to be a teacher and more so I just wanted to be a living example but life happens and it's three years later and there's these actor strikes that are going on you might be aware of there's also writer strike going on 
but basically SAG-AFTRA is pairing up with the WGA and it's become a time of holding in place for many creatives as negotiations are being reached between the studios and the streaming services on new three-year contracts covering TV and scripted content movies. So while those two sides work to reach an agreement on topics like regulating the use of generative AI in entertainment, basic pay increases, and the proposal to put the union forth to have TV and film cast share subscriber revenue from streaming projects, among some other topics, I'm not holding in place. I can make a whole other podcast episode on this around the future, my belief in the future of the arts, media, and music industry landscape. But it's going to be a little dark and discouraging, and I don't really know if that's necessary for me to paint a vision of. But having come from the tech world, I have a bit of insight into the thinking minds of leaders there. And I'll share with you that it's hugely around efficiency, which can sometimes compete with artistic vision, integrity, ambition. And so when you have these two parties coming together, it's going to be a little while until they reach any negotiation resolutions. Uh, I was supposed to be on a show for... Yeah, a show that I can't actually talk about because I have an NDA against it, but I was supposed to be on a show this month working another TV show and its production is held. I have no auditions as well. And rather than me being like, oh, what do I do? I love to pivot and I highly encourage you all if you ever are in a position like this or maybe you're experiencing the effects of this strike right now, now is the time to pivot. Now is the time to take the projects that you might have on the back burner that you've been interested in doing but you maybe didn't have the bandwidth for or curiosities that continue to kind of pop up. This is um, a space and a time to honor those. One of the beauties in life is adaptability. Life always guides us to pivot and I believe truly in the adapt or die adapt or die be resilient be flexible be malleable and your survival as an artist as a creative as a human being who's meant to be flourishing and shift shaping ship what's my change shape shifting will always be be there and you can kind of see it reflected in nature you know it's amazing how people will like build a fence and there's like a tree growing underneath that fence and then the tree grows through the fence or into the fence and like weaves around you can see that in vines it's just beautiful to see the way that nature is resilient and we are nature and meant to be resilient as well so with all that said i want to be a value add into your life helping other creatives who might be dealing with a little bit of difficulties or just really trying to up level with coaching and marketing strategy consulting So book time with me ASAP. I may not be able to take clients after this month. So the sooner that you book time with me, the better. You can find the link for booking time with me, for a session with me for 40 minutes in the show notes on my social media bio and on my website, anisabenitez.com under services. So our agenda for today's episode is 
marketing one first we'll cover why do you need marketing as an artist and then second will be just about what is mindful marketing i'll throw in the word mindful marketing and it sounds like i'm literally trying to market marketing and there's a reason behind that if you've been enjoying this podcast your rating and review on apple Podcasts, sharing on social media sharing it with somebody that you love that you think it might benefit supports the podcast and also supports people in your life who are creative so without further ado let's get into it why do you need marketing do you need marketing and art my belief is no you don't need marketing you don't need to do art to make money i believe deeply in people honoring the artist within themselves regardless of if they put it out publicly or not if you are privileged to not have pressure on your art to make money i think that's incredible maybe you're able to generate money from having another job from having investments from having family wealth from having family connections i don't know what your story is but it's also possible you're able to maintain a really low cost of living which is deeply admirable in the United States, especially as the cost of living increases. Maybe you're able to live off funding from grants, from artist residencies. There's so many out there that are incredible and allow you to travel. Maybe you've been sponsored in some way to continue to create and not have to pressure yourself to make money out of your art. No Starving Artist is deeply in support of all of the above. In the last three years, I've been a full-time artist and pursuing only creative ventures as a livelihood. It's been a huge education to me on the various industries that are out there and learning truly when working within each of those industries the value of marketing. It's beautiful to keep some art that's sacred, however, as well. I think every artist benefits from having things that are truly for you, between you and source, universe god whatever you like to say and it can remain untouched it can remain not for marketing purposes i do this for myself in my journaling practice through morning pages through morning solo dance sessions and much more then there is likely some area of compromise there might be something that you are putting into the world that is creative and for profit For me, this is any paid social media content that I do that I mentioned earlier with those top brands, most modeling jobs that I do, any commercial acting work that I do, among other things. There is also a space for creation that is public and not for profit. For instance, you might make a short film. I have a short film, Sunset Orange, making music. There might be some things that you weave in there that are public and I think this is really valuable too, that are also not for profit. There's beauty in knowing how to position yourself for paid opportunities, regardless of if you are chasing them or you're wanting to attract them or it's not really high on your radar, it's just the level of knowledge. There's value to knowing your value. There is power in putting yourself out there and not attaching to outcome. Now is a beautiful time in creative industries where, due to technology, we have a mass amount of talent that's visible. The more narrow avenues that were historically 
the esteemed thing to do you know it was a lot of how people became successful they don't really have as much value anymore in my opinion there's still value in some of them but they're not guaranteed in the way that they used to be an example of this is the pipeline of drama school i was even considering getting an mfa when i decided acting was my calling and that i needed to honor that more deeply um and then i had to be honest with myself around schooling and if that's a framework to be in a full-time program that actually works for me and it doesn't despite the benefits of the alum network the mfa doesn't hold up in the same way that it used to or it used to be definitely a guaranteed pipeline into the industry in a way that i don't believe that it is anymore same with getting signed by a record label if you get signed by a record label it does not guarantee that you'll be a successful top artist you still have to compete pretty hard to market yourself as an individual the record label will provide you money but if you are not successful improving yourself in these first few years they are likely to drop you and i'm saying that as somebody who's worked in the music industry for a number of years i don't understand the book publishing space but i feel like it's similar initially getting your book published or getting a publisher period was like a huge deal and now if you're a celebrity it's a lot easier to get your book out there to get on the new york times bestseller list to to share something in the world because you have marketed yourself as an individual over somebody who's an incredible writer a lot of these publishing houses are not really i don't know everybody's attention's pretty shot so i i feel like everybody's being impacted by the fact that there isn't as much deep attention that people are giving and so if you're able to already do the legwork and put yourself forward and have people's attention captured then you're carrying more power and these entities only were powerful because they were able to do what you can do now the commodity is attention the power is in attention if someone's able to get attention and stand out in their market aka market themselves then they have a leg up in many pursuits in the discussion of marketing with people in a more mindful or spiritual way i do feel like people get the ick from the idea of competing for people's attention it feels icky to be competing yes it feels icky when you share something that you don't believe in and can't get behind but if you're sharing your values and even trying to move the needle in sharing more love into the world why can't that be something that you can get behind how can you get behind yourself more so yes when i do talk about marketing and branding it's not about sharing a watered down version of yourself and this is kind of intersecting with the next topic around mindful marketing but it's really about how can you continually move closer to sharing your authentic message in a way that it'll be received i think it was marion williamson Maybe she was quoting somebody else. Maybe it was Nelson Mandela or something who said that those fighting for love have to be just as strategic as those creating war. If you believe that your creations can even incrementally help the world, that they could even impact 10 people positively, that can be enough to share them with the world, to continue to try to be a ripple and creating positive shifts in the world, open hearts, mind, expand consciousness, uh, inspire awe I think it's all worth pushing for it's the reason I continue doing um, over 100 episodes of this podcast unpaid 
it's something I believe in truly. And it's sad how we just get into this idea of just profitability and just marketing for the sake of margins when it comes to money and not really thinking about energy. Money is energy. It's something that we value because we believe that it has power and we give it significance, but we have to acknowledge our own worth too in the same way. And many of us don't, you know, especially some of the most beautiful creatives that I know. They are very sensitive and I'm included in that. And because of the sensitivity, it's easy to have the self-awareness of our flaws and our shadow selves and the ways that we suck. But I think that everybody has exactly that same thing. There is no light without darkness. And so the more that you can get to a place of honoring both your light and your darkness, uh, the beauty comes from that. And so why marketing? Because you deserve to stand out. It's harder for people to discover you these days. So putting yourself out there is very much well worth it. What is mindful marketing? So I didn't even define what is marketing, but traditionally marketing is seen as planning and executing a development pricing, distribution, and promoting of products and services to satisfy your customers, your ideal customer. There are four P's of marketing, product price placement, or place and promotion. Those are some things that people think of when they think of marketing. Um, they think of ads, you know, most hugely. But when it comes to mindful marketing, what I like to think about the in this case is working in a way that's sustainable for you. Mindful marketing is tuning into the present moment of who you are, especially as an individual and not as a brand, and seeing how you can honor that in your outer expression. So sharing your authentic voice, allowing yourself to be seen by those who naturally resonate with it. It's more about organic growth than paid promotion and forcing. It's more about seeing who gravitates to you naturally rather than appealing to the mass market. So right now with the landscape of media, I don't think that it's worth, unless you have a lot of funding and backing, to promote yourself to the masses in the same way that corporations do. It doesn't make sense to me. I think it's a waste of money. I think it's way more valuable to be a magnet to what's naturally attracted to you so it does require putting yourself out there but it doesn't require the same level of funding that is done to share generic shit into the world a lot of ick and discomfort around marketing comes from that feeling of competing against others for attention what would it look like to truly just be competing with yourself what would it look like to share something into the world that reflects how you feel today? How would it feel to be more authentically yourself and public about it? The beauty of mindful marketing is also in the knowing that you are an artist, not a fixed brand. When you're working with, I'll just share, when I'm working with traditional brands and companies and businesses, it's usually about finding evergreen branding it's about marketing to stand out against competitors. It's about um, positioning oneself for max revenue, 
And that's not what I would share with you during these sessions. It's really different marketing yourself as an individual, as an artist, as a creative. What aligns with you as a person is going to shift. You're always going to be working to have that inner world reflected out. It's always going to be shifting and changing. So these one-on-one sessions are for you if you want to experience more freedom in the way that you share yourself, more creative and blocking, if you want to feel more momentum in your creative industry. It's not for someone looking for a quick fix. It's definitely about developing a lifelong practice that's going to be sustainable for you moving forward as an artist. It's not about trying to climb within one industry for the attention. If you're not willing to share your authentic self into the world, we'll have to go through the journey of uncovering why. It's not about the latest insights and trends. Those are really accessible. They're out there. You can just go on YouTube and find them per platform. What's the hottest things to do for the algorithm in 2023? It's really about supporting your journey as an artist and embodying your authentic self and bringing that forward through your work. Hopefully these sessions provide you with transformational benefits such as clarity on your authentic voice, your artist's vision, building marketing around that. So building tools that allow you to continue to pivot in the future as you will inevitably change as an artist. You're working with somebody who has been doing this firsthand herself and knows that we are human beings and we're constantly shifting. And so these sessions that are one-on-one are priced accordingly to that. They're an investment, but they're accessible to many. I tried to price them at that rate. And it's definitely 10 times less than any rate that it would charge a brand or corporation. Know that. If you are an artist, an individual, an individual entrepreneur, this is going to be valuable to you as you are in the building stage. So to book a session, find the link in my show notes on my website, anisabenitas.com under services, on my social media bio. I think ultimately the hope is that you continue, regardless of marketing yourself or not, to get behind yourself as an artist and as a creative and to know thyself, know what you want to express into the world, know how you're feeling, get down to the truth of really how you're feeling and what your ideal vision of the future looks like, how you want people to feel, how you want to feel in the process of creating. There is so much power in just starting to value ourselves and moving our attention away from others who we're quote-unquote competing against and really tuning into who we want to be the up-leveled versions of ourselves or just the evolved versions. Because I think in my creative journey, I've definitely felt this level of 10 steps forward, two steps back, sometimes five steps back. And that doesn't mean that I'm not still progressing because incrementally, somewhere, we're getting somewhere eventually. So yeah, would love to meet you individually one-on-one. I would love to connect with you all. And so I'm grateful for this window. I'll be taking on clients for this month, Uh, new clients that is. But sadly, I can't promise that I'll have enough openings for clients next month. So if you're interested, I highly recommend booking ASIP. And feel free to email me. You can find a box to email me on my website with any inquiries that you might have around the session and if it's for you. Regardless, thanks for listening to today's episode. I hope that learning a little bit more around 
marketing, hearing a little bit around my predictions for the future of the creative landscape helped you, helped empower you to some, to some extent. You can find me at Anisa Benitez on Instagram and TikTok. So grateful to be along this creative journey with ya in lockstep. I appreciate ya.